Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Wisdom simply is more than an accumulation of knowledge. I mean, there's all kinds of knowledge that's out there. It just overwhelms us today. But wisdom is the ability to discern correctly and follow the best course of action when I have the facts put together. When I have the knowledge put together, wisdom is the ability to apply facts, knowledge. Who is wise and understanding among you? James wasn't trying to get a show of hands. He was trying to get believers to wrap their heads around the fact that true Christianity was more than head knowledge. It was and is a new way to do life right. Today, Pastor Mark helps drive home the point. He explains there are two kinds of wisdom. Human wisdom, which he says is false, and God's wisdom being true. Human wisdom is envious, selfish, prideful, and rude. Godly wisdom is humble, sacrificial, generous, and kind. True wisdom is living life on God's terms, giving you purpose and bringing Him glory. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of James, chapter 3, verse 13, with part one of his message entitled, True Wisdom, Father Knows Best. This is a teaching that I love in the book of James. So I'm going to ask you to kind of go back in time a little bit for some of you. For some of you, you'll have no clue, but see if you can finish this statement with me. Father knows best. How many of you remember that American radio series? It first started on radio, Father Knows Best. And it's first episode 1954, radio, then television, last episode 1960. It was about fathers who were portrayed as well-meaning, well-loving, well-liked, and pretty knowledgeable fathers. Here's something I want you to write today. Hashtag. That, this opening was for the older people. This is for the younger people. Hashtag. Hashtag. If you're not, if you don't, you say hashtag. Is that something you cook with eggs? Or what is it? Then you need to get up to speed. Because hashtag are little statements that go on Facebook and Twitter and all kinds of things, Instagram. And here it is. Hashtag. Say it with me. Father knows best. Which father do you think I'm talking about? The Heavenly Father. That's our day. Father knows best. Now, James, remember, the half-brother of Jesus, he's writing to churches uh, across the world who are filled with Jewish believers who come to Christianity. 
So they're struggling. These churches are new. It's a little, it's a little dicey, and he's giving practical wisdom. It's all about faith and works and proving that you really know God. So he's writing in this passage we're looking at, James chapter 3. If you've got your Bibles, we'll begin in a moment in verse 13. He's writing, first of all, to pastor teachers, and he's going to challenge them and say this. Are you teaching with true wisdom and true humility? But this is a passage for every single Christ follower. It fits us perfectly. And he's going to say to you and me this morning, are you making your decisions, the decisions of life, with true wisdom, and are you humble as you do it? We begin in verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Now, it's a crazy question to ask, isn't it? Now, James doesn't say, if you have wisdom and understanding, raise your hand. What does he say? He's, he's asking a personal question of you and of me. Who is wise and understanding among you? Notice, let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. All of us know people who claim to be wise but make lots of foolish decisions. James says, if you're wise and, and you have understanding, prove it. Prove it. Show it by your lifestyle. And that lifestyle will be filled with good words, good works, and done in a, in a humble way. We're going to learn a lot today. So I'm going to give you a little summary of what James is going to teach us. It's super important for you and me. So here's the things we're going to talk about today. What is wisdom? What is James talking about? Number two, what is the source of your wisdom, of our wisdom? And we're going to learn this morning there's two kinds of wisdom in the world, just two. And what are the characteristics that challenges from false wisdom versus really true wisdom. And what is the ultimate outcome? If I use true wisdom, what's it going to look like? What's going to happen in my life? If I kind of mix it with false, what does that look like? So let's begin with what is wisdom. Now, let me make a disclaimer. We're not talking about since we live in the Space Center, we don't do it anymore, but guys came here 20, 30, 40 years ago, built shuttles and sent them up to the moon and all this all over the place and moon rockets. No, that is great wisdom. We're talking about wisdom to do life. Wisdom to do life. So what is wisdom? First thing you need to understand is this. Wisdom simply is more than an accumulation of knowledge. I mean, there's all kinds of knowledge that's out there. It just overwhelms us today. But wisdom is the ability to discern correctly and follow the best course of action when I have the facts put together. When I have the knowledge put together, wisdom is the ability to apply facts, knowledge. If I gather the facts and they're true, how do I put them into action? So the first thing you want to write at all of our campus is this. It's very simple. Here's how you live. Wisdom is know-how. Wisdom is simple know-how. Now, it's very important. Wisdom is in your life because it has long-lasting effects. And if you look inside yourself, 
You are an accumulation of decisions that you've made in your life. Nobody else made them. You made them. You're an accumulation of decisions that you made in your life. And I want you to write this down. If you've never done this, you need to write this down. The decisions we make today turn around and they make us tomorrow. See, where you're at now, the situation you're at now, all of those kind of things came from decisions you made, sometimes big decisions, sometimes small decisions, way in the past. That's who you are today. So it's very important that we make wise decisions. And sometimes we don't even think about that. So, so wisdom is making a decision knowing it's going to affect my future. Now, is there anybody that needs wisdom? Okay, the other 40% of you? By the way, this week, everybody is going to make a decision. You're going to have all kinds of decisions to make. Some small, some big. Now, usually we think if they're big decisions, whoo! But quite often, the small decisions add up to the big decisions. Which way do I go? What do I do? Here is it in front of me. How do I maneuver life? You'll see in a moment, there's two different ways to manage those decisions. All of those things in front of us are simply daily decisions, dilemmas, issues. Every one of us, well, we want to make the right decision. We want to do the right thing. So there isn't a person watching me or listening to me today. All around the world, thousands of you that are listening online, there isn't a person that doesn't need to hear what James says. Because, see, the decisions that you and I make turn around and make me tomorrow. So huge. And all of us have been here and made decisions that we regret. So let's learn how to do it together. Now, we define wisdom. Wisdom is know-how. How about where do we get our wisdom? Two kinds. Write it down this morning. There's two kinds of wisdom. Human wisdom, which we will define as ultimately false. Remember, we're talking about in a spiritual realm, uh, our lives being lived. And then there's God's wisdom. True. So in life, I'm going to make decisions based on one of these two kinds of wisdom. Now, an unbeliever makes all decisions with human wisdom. A Christian can make both, and that's where we get into trouble. Now, James is going to contrast human wisdom and godly wisdom. So here are some of the characteristics of human wisdom. In other words, false wisdom. Look at verse 14. This is what, this is what it looks like, the characteristics. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, notice it's in the heart again, do not boast about it or deny the truth. So what is human wisdom involved with? Well, envy, bitterness, unforgiveness, selfish ambition, and arrogance, pride. All of that comes out of human wisdom. It's the way of the world. Human wisdom says this, take care of uno one here. Because nobody else is going to take care of you. You put yourself first. And at work, if you need to step over somebody to get a promotion, it don't matter because it's all about you. 
That's our world. You live in it. You know what it's like. That's simply human false wisdom. Now, there's a principle I have to give to you, and you'll see the difference when we talk about God's wisdom and human wisdom. God loves to unite. God loves to put people together. He loves unity. Satan loves to divide. He loves disorder and disunity. When you see God, there's peace and unity. People are flowing together. When you see Satan, he causes divisions and all kinds. So begin thinking about this. When you see these words, when you see these words, look at verse 14. When you see these words, bitter and envy and selfish ambition and boasting and denying the truth, what are all those words about? Division. Disunity. You see, These people are proud and boastful. They're insecure. They're jealous of others. Their whole deal is this. Watch me. Here's their whole deal. Life revolves around me. I'm going to take care of myself. I don't really care about you. Now, I'm not going to tell you that. I just don't care about you. That's the way I'm going to live life. That's the way of the world. When Satan was in heaven, he was the worship leader. He says, I don't care for God. I'm going to be the worship. It's going to be all about me. I'm out of here. Well, he got out of here because God kicked him out. He took that disunity and what? Kicked him out of heaven. You'll see in a moment, that's one of the sources. Our human wisdom comes from three separate sources. Now, look what James writes. Verse 15, such wisdom. What wisdom? The wisdom we just defined for you does not come down from, from where? From heaven. So that means there's nothing connected with God. But it is earthly, unspiritual, and look at the last one. Where's human wisdom come? It's of the, say it with me, it's of Satan. It's of the devil. So the source of false wisdom, look at me, look at me, the source The source of false wisdom is not God. What is it? Three things. It's earthly. It's the world standards. Do unto others before they do to you. That's exactly the world standard. You be the one in charge. You take over. It's a system that doesn't recognize God. Paul warns us in Romans 12, don't let the world squeeze you into its way of thinking. Second, it's sensual. It's natural. It's my old selfish nature, me, myself, and I. I make decisions with my person first. I don't care really about anybody else. And last, it's devilish. It's influenced by Satan. Now, what is the outcome of that kind of wisdom? You ought to already kind of have in your mind, if I make decisions like that in my family and with friends and relationships and work, what's it going to look like? Well, all of our campuses, look at verse 16. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder, there's that disunity, and every evil practice. See, human reasoning comes from man's reasoning, comes from man's mind. Our mind is finite. I don't have the whole picture. It's earthly. And it's not, in the bottom line, true wisdom. This human wisdom results in confusion, in disharmony, and every kind of evil. Remember, there's two things that we struggle with. 
Even after we become a Christian, there's two things we struggle with. I selfish. Say it with me. I selfish. And the second thing we struggle with is I independent. Say it with me. I independent. Well, Pastor Mark, what do you mean I independent? I can do life on my own. I don't need any help. But you weren't designed I independent. Every one of us were designed to be dependent on God and his wisdom. But that's my old sin nature. The world revolves around me instead of me letting it revolve around God. So out of all of this comes disaster. Now remember, the Bible often speaks about false wisdom, and it uses the term we don't like, calls it foolish, foolish. So if I'm not using God's wisdom, God often calls the world's wisdom foolish. In fact, 1 Corinthians, I don't have time today, you go through 1 Corinthians, and here's, here's what Paul says. When we talk about the cross and salvation, that's foolishness to the world. What are you, crazy? A cross, salvation, that's going to get me to heaven? What are you, crazy? It's total foolishness. Because actually God says man's wisdom is foolish to him. So what does that look like to us? Well, there's a story that Jesus gives us. And I, and I think you can see very clearly in this story human wisdom without God and godly wisdom. Let me, I'll, I'll read it to you, and as I read it, let me highlight some things. True parable that came from Jesus. It, it's found in the book of Luke. It starts like this. Then Jesus told them a story. A rich man had a fertile farm who, that produced fine crops. He said to himself, he said to himself, he's making all the decisions. Stop and ask yourself right now this morning, the decisions you made this week, not to tie your shoe, not what to order at Chick-fil-A. You got a brain. I'm talking about decisions you had to make. Did you consult God at all? Or are you like this man? What should I do? That's where we get into trouble. Has anybody here ever made a bad decision? Could I, could I see your hand? Praise God. Anybody ever made a bad decision buying a car? Here they go. God bless America. And some of those decisions, you're still paying for today. And you're driving it. You had a loan for 22 years. But that guy talked you into it. You got to do it tonight. The deal's off tomorrow morning. I won't ask how many fell for that one. Okay, let's move on. What should I do? I don't have room for my crops. So there's a dilemma. Then he said, I know human wisdom. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll have room enough to store all my weed and other goods. I wish the story said, and then I could provide for many poor people in my area. But here's what the story says. And then I'll sit back and say to myself, friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. This man, if he was living today, would be on the head of Forbes magazine. Wise, amazing investor, brilliant manager. That's true. That's human wisdom. 
Spends all his time with his business. Doesn't care about the rest of life. Just me, myself, and I. There's nobody else in the store but him. Now, how is Jesus, why did Jesus give us a parable? Jesus said something else. He says to this successful businessman, this brilliant man, this very wise man, Jesus says this, listen. But God said to him, you fool. You will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? Then Jesus makes a powerful statement. I want you to see it because it has great relevance for you and me. Here it is. Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, period. No, there's no period. Jesus is not saying it's stupid. It's stupid to be a good manager, a good employee, and, and do all those things. Now, there's a balance to that. If that overrules every other part of your life, and I came from a nation, actually a city, Detroit, where I was raised with that, guys tried to work seven days a week uh, every single day of the year because they got triple time and all those things. See, that was foolishness. They destroyed their life. It isn't about stuff. It's about people and God. But notice, he's not even talking about that. Look at what Jesus says. Yes, a person is a fool, not wise, to store up earthly wealth. Here's the key. But not have a rich relationship with God. Not just a relationship, but a rich relationship with God. So ask yourself this morning, Wise, fool. Wise, fool. Oh, Pastor Mark, uh, that's not my definition. Wise or fool. It's God's definition. See, that's his wisdom. Understand as you look at that, as you look at that statement there, true wisdom is directly connected with the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. True wisdom is always about a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's where it all starts. Now, a simple definition of godly wisdom, I want to give it to you. And I'd like you to write it down this morning. Because if you get this, it'll make a lot of sense to you. Here it is. True wisdom is living life with God's point of view. In other words, God's perspective. With God's values and God's timing. That's true wisdom. Notice, it isn't about my definition. It's about God. How God sees life, what his values are that really matter, and last, time. Hopefully you can see in that that what we've been teaching you for about three years, the three keys in life, God, people, and the use of our time. That's true wisdom. The world would not agree with that because the world has nothing really to do with God. It's outside of God. Now, In verse 17, we see the outcome, the characteristics of true wisdom. If we live that way, what's it look like? We just learned from Pastor Mark that wisdom is more than just an accumulation of knowledge. It's the ability to discern correctly and follow the best course of action to proceed. Wisdom is the ability to apply facts. And if you take an honest look at yourself, you'll see the results of all the choices you've made in your life. 
Remember what Pastor Mark said? The decisions you make today turn around and determine who you'll be tomorrow. You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. And today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. In the next edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will share from God's Word important spiritual truths to help us grow in our relationship with God by making wise choices. If you're a new Christian or a well-seasoned one, you need to know the what, how, and when of true wisdom. Be sure to tune in to learn how important it is, especially in this day and age, to make getting godly wisdom a priority in your life. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living, and together, let's do life right. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.